Here we go. All right, the poison, the poison for Cusco, the poison chosen specially to kill Cusco, Cusco's poison. Ow. On a scale of one, Ow. on a scale, ah. on a scale, oh. on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand, and I have my sister, Christian Allgaier, and we are talking all things uh, Disney, the books, the the books, <laughs> the theme parks, the movies, I guess there's books, uh, the <laughs> movies, the TV shows, uh, theme parks, like I said, merchandise, anything like that, we'll cover it. Uh, yeah, so we're going to start off with... Um, a question here of what would be a tip you would give to first timers to are we just Disney World first timers or yeah let's just say that okay Christian what would be your tip to first timers that have never been to Disney World um I mean it seems pretty obvious and I'm sure it's most people's but they would definitely be to stay on property um, so that you can fully take advantage of everything. Because I, I don't think that if you haven't been there, you don't really understand, you know, like the fast pass thing and all of that. So how much, you know, more beneficial it is to be able to get those fast passes 30 days ahead of everybody else. Um, so it would be that not only for the fast passes, but for, you know, the bus transportation and those kinds of things. That's also nice, you know, because, and depending on where you're going to stay, you could have boat or monorail or whatever. Um, I'm trying to think of what the, oh, and for the fact that you can also use extra magic hours, which is becoming a real handy for people for Toy Story Land. So, um, that would be mine to splurge and stay on property, which, you know, they also have cheaper options. So you can do all-star and stuff and you get the same benefits. The other thing would be, I guess, wrapped up in all of that. I usually recommend if people are looking for, not to spend too much money, but still want all of those benefits. Uh, my favorite one for that is the Best Western Hotel, which is on property right outside of Disney Springs. Sometimes you can get those rooms for like 110 and you're going to pay that same price outside of the park. So they just made it where those hotels right there, you know, Best Western and whatever those other ones are in the beginning of you know, like, when you first enter, when you're entering that way. The downtown Disney entrance, yeah. Disney yeah. Springs entrance. Those, um, those all now can get the early access to the Fast Passes, just like any of the other Disney resorts. Um, and I know they had some kind of train, or not train, bus transportation as well, because we stayed there the one time. But those are really nice rooms, too. So, that's always another option. 
Well, just to just to speak on that, uh, there, I would say that uh, it used to drive me nuts when we would not stay on property. <laughs> we got snobby. <laughs> we did. It was. It was. Uh, you know, because then you have to leave through the gate and everything, and you're like, man, I just want to go back. You know, like. Even when, because then when you're outside of Disney, it didn't feel like you were in Disney. You're like, I'm just in Florida. Yeah. Um, but that's a good recommendation just for the. I wouldn't even worry about the fast passes that much, but. Like, talking about the. Uh, just the feel of being, you know, there. Um. Yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's what I was going for. something else too while you said that now you threw me off we're so good at podcasting it's unreal yeah, uh, I think of what it was it was something else about about that now I can't think about it um, like I thought of another little side tip in there oh I know what it was you know the other thing that I, I probably say I was going to say extra magic sorry yeah go ahead the other thing that I probably say, and Disney probably wouldn't like me for it, is I don't find the dining plan to be worth it. Yeah, the dining plan, I feel like a lot of people do it. I, I know, like, uh, Aunt Connie and, you know, David had done it a lot with that and Universal. Um, but now, it, it's, it's one of those things where I'm just like, it's a lot of food, and... It, I feel you're like that constantly you would eating. be constantly planning your vacation around eating. Right. And, and that's what it became when, whenever I was on vacation with like them and we had a thing. It's like, okay, well, at this time we have to go use this this snack or this meal. You know, you have to yeah. plan it out like that. Now, the only time I would say that it's totally worth it is if you were definitely planning on doing a lot of character dining and your kids are little and you're really going to you know, want to experience all those different ones, then yeah, totally worth it. But as an everyday taking a trip thing, I just don't think that it is, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that's... Um, my, my tip would probably be, if you... If it's your first time, I would say don't rush it. You know, I, I feel like a lot of people try to get done... They'll say, well, we'll hit these four Disney parks and we'll hit up two Universal Parks and SeaWorld while we're there. All in a week. Yeah, and no. you never get to fully experience, experience any of it. Right, right. Cause, and I get it because some people don't know if they'll ever be back. Some people don't know if they'll afford it again. Um, so you got to do what you got to do. But for me, I just felt like any time I've gone and had to like split a lot of time, it felt like I didn't do anything. Like It, it felt right. like I did... Like, nothing, because I didn't get to do any of the stuff I, I wanted to. If you, it's your first time at Disney, I would say experience Disney, you know? I mean, maybe you can go back again for Universal, or maybe you've been to Universal and you're going to Disney. Instead of trying to, like, maybe spend two days at Universal, to be honest, I think you can do Universal. I've done Universal in a day, okay? Obviously... I had a season pass or, or whatever when I worked there. 
Um, when I worked at Disney, I got a season pass for Universal because I, I bought that. And there was days where, like, if I'd already been to Universal before, you can knock out Universal no problem because I just rode my favorite stuff. Right, um, right. And that was it. But if you've never been to Disney, I'd say, you know, spend that full time at, at Disney. Experience, even if you got done every attraction, there's nothing just like, uh, I don't know. I just like, there's times where I see people reading a book uh, by Tom Sawyer Island or, you know, like right by Liberty uh, section. And I'm like, that that's a nice relaxing place, you know, to just say, right. I'm going to go and just uh, ex- soak up the atmosphere, you know, listen to the music, uh, watch the scenery, uh, character shows. You know, it's not always about the rides. It's about the architecture and uh, all of that good stuff. Like, there's just nothing like it. And speaking of that, you know, I actually do... Because you were talking about All-Star earlier. I actually do miss staying at Uh All-Star. There's just nothing like taking a late-night stroll through All-Star sports or movies or um, music... And, uh, seeing all the big oversized, uh, yeah. stuff and, stuff. and walking to like the, the cafe where you can, you know, get some food or refill your drink. Um, look at the shop. Uh, I, I really, that's what I really enjoy about all-star. I feel like there's not a lot of them where like, you I can like the cafeteria too. That's what oh, I'm weird. saying. Like, yeah, go to the cafeteria <laughs> They have some TVs there, or order a pizza. I know we used to always get the pizza from All Star Sports when we mm-hmm. stayed there. Fill up our drinks. Um, I know it's funny because we just went and met up with friends there. We didn't go to the parks. We just went to the pool with the All Star and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. and we ate lunch in their cafeteria thing. Oh, really? Um, that was February. Okay, that was almost a year ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you said you and just went. crazy, though. It, I can't believe this year's almost over. But, um, anyway, so that was in February. We went and did that. And, you know, I was just telling the kids, like, this is where we stayed a lot when Mommy was a kid. And, you know, it just brought back different memories and stuff. But you Definitely. still get that feeling, you know? Um, yeah, it's so very, maybe say, it's just nostalgia for me. But yeah. I, I love walking around all-star and like i you know that was actually one of the places where you know joy came to visit me on my second program and we stayed at all-star um i think sports but we walked over to music one of the days that she was there because she's if people don't know my wife is a uh, music major so we got to walk around and see all that kind of stuff and walk down like that a broadway section uh that was kind of well done you know it, it just looked it was cool. I mean, so, yeah, it's kind of kitschy, but I, I think it looks uh, pretty cool. I like that the pools are all themed out, too. Oh, I love the Three Caballeros pool. Um, um, what was it? Oh. Well, the other thing I was going to say, though, is, so yes, while my biggest tip to first-timers is to stay on property to get all those benefits, mm-hmm. I also say, you know, don't worry about staying at the best of the best. If it means that you can go twice instead of once by staying at a cheaper place, I always say go that route. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you have to book everything and 
stay at the best resort because I feel like too many people do that thinking that they're not going to get a chance to go back when in reality, if they've realized that if they went a cheaper route, they could. Right. You know what I mean? I think that's probably some of the biggest mistakes some people make. And I think that's also why people then say that they aren't going to go back because it's too expensive. In my eyes, you're doing it wrong. I feel like if you limit yourself to the the low or moderate resorts like Caribbean or um, Pop Century, Art of Animation, and the All-Stars, you can probably go back. I mean, that's all we stayed at when we were kids was that in the campground because they were cheap. Yeah, and it does not take away from the feeling. They were cheap. Like we just said, we still have good nostalgia just from, you know, the All-Stars. How often are you actually in the resort? Well, and that's my other thing. I also, you know, now we're to this point that we have the DVC thing. So, yeah, we can experience different resorts and whatever. And we only go for a night, maybe two, you know. So that makes a big difference. But, like, yeah, don't stop yourself thinking that you have to spend $500 a night. That is the biggest thing. There are so many people, especially here, that say, oh, well, we don't stay on property. We stay off because I can't justify spending 500 bucks a night. Okay, well, nobody said you had to stay at, you know, a $500 a night resort. Yeah. Stay in a cheaper one. Like, there are other options. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it, and it all depends on what time of year you're going, too. If you're going in a peak season, it's more expensive. Right now, September would be a great time to go. That'd be a good, another tip. This time of yeah. year is great. Everybody's back in school, so it's it's a lot. Yeah, I always loved going here. September, October. Yeah. Plus, you get all the I, Halloween decorations are nice, and maybe you get to go see the the, the Halloween party. But Yeah, I was going to say, I think that Halloween time is another big, um, like, nostalgia thing for me because i feel like we were always down at halloween time so it like always brings back that many more feelings you know what i mean right right well i guess we should get to some news uh (laughs) did about 15 minutes of that so um i think 10 of those minutes was me trying to find out what i was going to say uh All right, so we do have some news here. The Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique at Magic Kingdom is closing for an extensive refurbishment. Wow. Um, let's Any see. idea on like length of time? Well, that's what I'm trying to find. Yeah. Oh. Um. Let's see. Uh, no. Uh, not not no time frame. Hmm. It's not scheduled. That's why. But they're planning it. Okay. What else you got? Uh, yeah, I got uh, Disney's design a tea. Oh, closed today. <laughs> it yeah. closed today. Uh, th- let me tell you how I was made aware of this. I was made aware of it because my former roommate, Jake, uh, who- who's over in China right now. He's actually working for Disney over in China. Um, <laughs> he uh, worked at design a tea during our program. So... Oh. Uh, which was three years ago now. So he, uh, yeah, he put a little thing out there about it, and I was like, "Really? Like that's kind of crazy." Uh, I guess yeah, the Art of Disney still there, open. Like, Ten years. I guess the Art of Disney still open, right? They're just they're just probably changing the design of these portion. Yeah. Um, kind of a late notice too. Um, I know. 
Oh, well, because I clicked on the article and I thought, oh, it's closing. And then I opened it and I'm like, oh, it's closed. No replacement has been set to. That's what kills me. Uh, yeah, closing like, stuff close without a replacement. You don't even have an idea. Right. I mean, if they have an idea, tell us. If it's not official, then maybe leave that place open until it's official. <laughs> like, Yeah. I just hate seeing empty space at Disney World. Uh, just Disneyland's or been so much better that with that. there's something in the works, you know, but... I don't know. Right now, it just sounds like there's nothing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, the Plaza Restaurant, it is rumored that in uh, November, uh, they're going to have a sit-down breakfast service. Really? And that's on Main Street. Now, this has been rumored for a while, and apparently keeps getting pushed back, so we'll see if that sticks. But as of right <laughs> now, November, it's planning for uh, for breakfast. Now, did you say that would be character or no? I didn't say character. It just said breakfast. Hmm. I can't see it being character on Main Street. I, I can't. Well, I mean, Crystal Palace is not far off of Main Street. Right, but it, so if it was, it'd be the same character. It'd have be Winnie the Pooh or it would be Mary Poppins and Cruella. Like, it wouldn't be a lot of different characters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. That's the place that always has the different milkshakes every month. Really? Which brings me to, there is a new milkshake this month. Yeah. Every month, they have a different flavor milkshake, and it's unlimited refills. Hmm. This month is a birthday cake theme. So, it has ice cream, sprinkles, and cupcakes. And, where's my other thing? I guess it doesn't say. So, I guess it's... um, Birthday cake flavored ice cream served in a sprinkle rimmed glass and topped with mini birthday cupcakes. It's a whole lot of birthday cake, a whole lot of sprinkles all over it. I think it's a little too much for me, but that is available at the plaza. Okay. Right. Um, I also have that Vampirina arrived at the parks this weekend. Oh, she did. Yes. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about her, so... <clears throat> I haven't really ever watched it. it. Although I guess now would be the time to bring her out, since it's Halloween time. I'm looking at my DVD shelf here, my Blu-ray shelf, and I don't know if when your kids were up here, if they watched Big Hero 6 or something, but it is not on my shelf. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So I guess I'll have to go downstairs and look for it. Uh, it's been driving me nuts for the past ten minutes. As I, I just happened to notice You're it. Right. Yeah, I just happened to notice it now, and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> where is it? Um, now, do you have more news, or do you want? Yeah, me to take no, I, I got some news. Bye-bye. Yeah, I got. Um, we have Tang, uh, Tangoro, T- Tangora Terrace in Disneyland is reopening as. Tangaroa, T- Tangaroa Terrace Bar and Grill. So it's a new outdoor, new outdoor bar and refreshed potty, patio. Um, it's in a, a Grand Californian Hotel. Oh, uh, okay. So, and I got a rumor of when Ratatouille is going to open. Oh. So, the rumor 
uh, is May of 2020. Huh. Uh, it was supposed to be open by 2021, so that would be ahead of schedule. So that'd be nice. Yeah, I'll have to look and see if I can. I mean, are you supposed to be able to see where they're putting that when you walk through the French Pavilion? Like, can you kind of tell what they're, you know it's, what I mean? It's going to be behind, like, the French Pavilion, and then the queue will bring it out. Gotcha. That yeah. So it's all being done work behind everything. So not sure how much you can see. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's all of the the park news I have. Did you have any more park news before we move on? Yeah. Yeah, hang on. Oh, I just did it today. All right. Um, so there are seven new food things coming out. That's specific. Tell us some more. Oh no, I'm gonna bring it. I'm I'm just reading. How is it food things? Um, food. You know, menu items, whatever. Um, one is boozy shaved ice at Harambe Market in Animal Kingdom. Uh, they are having different flavors: watermelon with snow leopard vodka passion fruit with vodka or and pina colada with parrot bay coconut rum it says if you have kids in tow or prefer something without that you can do all of that without the alcohol it's 950 with alcohol or 399 without hmm. for the price tag i'll just do it without um another thing this actually looks pretty good it's a scrambled egg flatbread from pinocchio village house in magic kingdom um, it has, so I guess I never realized <clears throat> that every month they have a flatbread of the month. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Um, so this month is breakfast lovers. It has sausage, gravy, scrambled eggs, cheddar cheese, and bacon. It's eleven ninety nine or one quick service credit. Um, they have an apple pie cupcake at the Contempo Cafe in the Contemporary Resort. It just says it's packed with rich apple and cinnamon flavors for the fall season, beautifully topped with apple pie filling and cinnamon buttercream icing. Five forty nine or one snack credit. It actually looks pretty yummy. Um, of course, along with that, there has to be a pumpkin cupcake. That's at Sprinkles in Disney Springs. It's available all month. And then... <clears throat> At Prince Eric's Village Market in Magic Kingdom, there's a sweet Thai chili shrimp. It comes with a vegetable slaw, ginger vinaigrette, and poached shrimp with sea salt and lemon, which are tossed in a chili mayo and garnished with black sesame seeds. It says it's perfect for a late afternoon bite and is $6.99. And then the last one is a nutty Professo coffee milkshake available at Disney's All-Star Movie Resorts. Uh, It's available in a souvenir mason jar. It's comprised of Nutella, whole milk, and coffee ice cream. It says for a special touch, it's topped with whipped cream, four espresso beans, and a ladyfinger. You can have it for $6.99 or $9.99 in the mason jar. Um, Hold on, there was something else. Oh. So, 
two things over at Disney Springs. Apparently, September is Magical Dining Month at Disney Springs. So from now till September 30th, you can get three course pre, however they say, prefix menu meal, $35 per person at different participating restaurants. Um, and it's, you know, like they showed, I think it was Maria and Enzo's they showed and that other Asian one that I can't remember the name. I'll start with an M, but they showed different pictures of what you can get there, which was pretty good. Along with that, Enzo's Hideaway and Maria and Enzo's are offering annual pass holders 40% discount for lunch through this wow. September. Or now, from now until the end of the year. Crazy. Oh, that might be worth trying. Um, and then the old... What? Nothing. Good. Um, then I have that the Jack and Sally Pandora charm was released. And... In Disneyland... They're now offering a Grand Circle tour on the train uh, or on the railroad thing. It says it provides visitors with a closer look into Walt's love affair with trains. It includes a walk through the park where you will uh, be regaled with stories about Walt's train creations. You'll gain insight into the impact the trains had on Walt Disney's dream from animation and film through to the theme parks. Um, after the walking tour, you'll have an opportunity to ride the railroad special parlor car, the Lily Bell. It's never available for public, so it's only for this um, tour. And you'll get to see the new scenic route along the rivers of America. And you'll discover how each landscape was carefully created right down to the rock formations. It's a two-hour tour. doesn't say anything about cost, though. <clears throat> so that's a new thing. And then let me just skim through and see if I have anything else. I, I know I have... Um, oh, they now have a dedicated support contact for annual pass holders when you have to call for something. That's cool. Um... And then the new attraction-inspired ear hat, Dooney and Burke, <coughs> debuted on Friday. What is it? Like one of those Dooney and Burks. Yeah, but it's a hat. It's no, no, no. It has the ear hats on the on the um, purse, and they're all uh, like attraction themed. Oh, okay. Um, and then I also read that they are extending the Disney After Hours option. At least until March. That's the one that you can purchase. Right. Uh, for that. And then... Ooh, what's this? Oh. Oh, that's TV too. <clears throat> oh, and then we don't... Yeah, this was Wednesday, so we didn't talk about it. They filed a permit for Disney's Hollywood Studios to... They're adding stuff into Toy Story Land. Most people think that it's um, more shaded things. Because uh, it's so in the sun. Yeah. Doesn't really say anything else, but it just says they might be adding on to its ride and queue theming. But most people think that it's somehow related to bringing in some shade. Hmm. 
Oh, I know what it was, too. Jeez, I did have more, a lot of stuff. Um, teachers receive complimentary cupcakes at Sprinkles all month as well. It's their teacher appreciation event. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, they also released, along with Judy and Burke, they also released a new Vera Bradley this week as well. So I think that's it, other than TV you sure? stuff. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, whenever you talk about that guy's kind of stuff, I just face out. For the longest time. Like, okay, she's still going. I gotta I gotta keep spacing out. But I just don't care about the food and the dirty and Berg stuff. Okay. Um Okay, so hopefully somebody does. I'm sure people do. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go over to our uh I guess T V movie uh video game news section here. Um, so we did get some news about the High School Musical TV show that's going to be streamed on the streaming app. Um, instead How of much it, longer do we have to wait for this app? Uh, next fall. So we're going to be talking about, our podcast will be two years old by the time that we get this streaming app that we've been talking <laughs> about like, since we started. I was going to say, I feel like they're constantly telling us more about it, but it's like taking forever. Well, because some of this stuff is going to start getting produced soon so that way it's ready to go that's true that's true uh but the high school musical tv show is not a tv show set in the high school musical universe it is a tv show about people putting on a high school version of high school musical talk about meta but yeah is it a tv show like a reality no it is a tv show where then drama and stuff happens while they are putting on this show so each episode is going to have one song from the original High School Musical and then one new song in the show. That's it. I think that we're only getting one new song. That's uh, crazy. This is not how I was expecting this to go. I was thinking just reboot it. You don't have to use the same songs. And by reboot, not even the same plot, not even the same characters. Just here's a different high school going through a different musical. Done. Uh-huh. That's it. It doesn't have to be that hard. I, I, I'll see how it turns out. But yeah, it, seems, it seems like super complex. Like, you know it's, what I mean? It's like, almost like taking the movie and drawing it out amongst like eight episodes or ten episodes. Right. You know? But then saying, having other people act out the movie that we've already seen. Pretty much, yeah. And then have behind the stage stuff going on. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, Joy says it's like Glee, but uh, we don't... Then call it Glee. We don't need a High School Musical brand again. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's the news I have for TV. What do you got for TV? I got some uh, other stuff, well, but just what do you got for TV? I have two things. Um, Freeform expanded their 13 Days of Halloween to now be 31. basically the whole month of October. Yeah. Um, not much to say about that other than that. The other thing that I just saw is that they're starting production, or production's already underway, for a new series on Disney Channel called Sydney to the Max. And it's created by the guy who created Wings and Frasier. 
On Disney Channel? Yep. It's a father-daughter comedy series. Who's the... What's the name? I mean, what's the name of the author? Like, the writer? Mark... Mark Reisman. I guess... I don't know if he really created Frasier. Did he? It says, created by Emmy Award-nominated writer, showrunner, and producer. Oh, okay. There you go. So, he was never the creator. He was the showrunner at some point. But, yeah. I, I get what you mean. So, his... So, this is the little synopsis that it gives you. It's a, um... Heartwarming, sentimental comedy centers around the, you know, a middle schooler named Sydney Reynolds and her father, single dad Max, and as they navigate the challenges of growing up, it's supposedly set during two time frames, decades apart, flashback scenes to young Max and his best friend Leo in the 90s, parallel many of the funny predicaments Sydney and her best friend get themselves into now. So it says it's VHS camcorders, bleach skater hair, and other 90s defining relics. Um, and Sydney and Max come to realize that they're not all that different, basically. Um, it also has her grandmother in it. So it says that it explores the beautifully complex relationship between a girl and her father and a boy and his mother. Okay. So, I don't know. It sounds cute. I'm just trying to figure out, like, how old he's going to be in the 90s to then have a kid that's that old in, not like, now. Um, well, Jordan. I know I you. I in the 90s. You, <laughs> and you I were, have a 90s now. Yeah, but, I mean, you were... But I was only two in the 90s, so he yeah, was probably... I guess. Think think of him being middle school in the nineties is what I'm thinking because she's in the middle school now and there's supposed to be like parallel right. things happening to them. I would think that's how it is. Yeah, I guess it just makes me feel old that we're having I, a show I, now I, where it flashes back to the nineties. To the nineties, I know, oh not my like God. the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like yeah, you know, it's crazy. That seventy show has been around for twenty years. I just saw that. And I remember watching that with, you know, like, when it first aired, and Mom and Dad were like, Woo, this is back when we were kids. And now I'm going to be saying that soon, when I watch I Sydney to the max, apparently. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just I just feel like it's going to be, like, a, just a flashback to Saved by the Bell type stuff. Uh, or Boy Meets yeah. World, you know, which was very... I guess, th I guess there you go, because he had a kid, right, uh, in his show. Um... In the spinoff of that show. So, some movie news. Um, Ant-Man and the Wasps has made $395 million overseas and $610 million in uh, globally. Uh, which puts the Marvel Cinematic Universe as over $4 billion in, wow. two, in 2018 alone. That's so crazy. $4 billion just this year from the MCU. Uh, and speaking of Ant-Man and the Wasp, that will be released digitally on October 2nd and on Blu-ray and DVD October 16th. Wow. it's a big difference. It's always two weeks. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy. Disney's really pushing to get the, you know, digital... digital working 
And then we just got some video game news briefly here. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 just released a new trailer today, uh, this morning. I woke up to that, and uh, it showcases uh, the Big Hero 6 world. So ah. I get to see San Francisco uh, in there. Uh, it looked really good. Baymax looked. It almost looked like you're watching the movie uh, with how good with how good video games look now. And um, and then Spider Man came out on PS4 on Friday. I took off of work on Friday, <laughs> so I went out midnight, picked up my game at Walmart, came home, installed it, played about 45 minutes before going to sleep. So I was up till two o'clock, and then. Man. Woke up at 9.30-ish or 9 o'clock-ish and uh, took the PlayStation downstairs and played from 9 a.m. till 8 p.m., okay? Holy shit. Non-stop, non-stop. <laughs> and uh, then I watched the U.S. soccer game, and then at 10 o'clock, I put the game back on for another hour. So, wow. needless to say, Saturday, I went through withdrawal because I couldn't play it all day. Uh, but I beat the game Saturday night, so it only took me maybe 15 hours of playing wow. to beat the game. And now I'm doing all of the side mission stuff, so I'm at 80% complete. I was going to uh, say, doesn't that make you feel like you just wasted money, or no? No. Like, to not, to be able to do it that fast? You could pretty much do any game that fast if you, like, if, if you just... Keep took- playing it? Yeah, I mean, if you, I never usually play a game all day like that. It was just, I had it planned so I would, but it wasn't like I forced myself to. I wasn't like, oh, this game sucks. I need to keep pushing through. <laughs> the game is so good, I couldn't stop playing it. So, yeah. uh, if anybody's ever played the Batman Arkham games, it's it's like Spider-Man version of that. Like it, it revolutionized everything. It's my favorite representation of Spider-Man ever. Um. So good. Voice actors are really good. The story was top-notch. Uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything in that regard, but they've been keeping a secret who, uh, like, in all the press and stuff, like, who he was working for, like, who Peter Parker was working for. Um, it's worth it. Uh, I, I freaked out when it happened. Uh, and then... <laughs> Yeah, it's just so good. Uh, the, they write him so well. You know, he's funny. Uh, he's relatable. He's He's been Spider-Man for eight years at this point. Uh, so he's 23. And, um, yeah, he's, he's, you know, him and MJ had been broken up for six months. And just a whole whirlwind of a story after that. So tons of great characters in there. Tons of great villains that you have to face. So... Go out and buy it if you like Spider-Man, because it is amazing. Plus, photo mode is awesome. I'm sure people people who are Facebook friends with me are probably getting annoyed with how many Spider-Man photos I've been sharing. (laughs) Uh, But they do have all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe suits in there, so I was wearing the one from Infinity War, I was wearing the one from Homecoming, uh, and the homemade suit from Homecoming. So, you know, wearing those and unlocking some cool other suits. So if anybody likes video games and they like Spider-Man, it is a PlayStation exclusive. But, man, it's good. So can't wait for the downloadable content that starts on October 23rd already. Man, that's a long time. Ah, they gotta give you some time to beat it. 
I mean, for people that don't True. just take the whole day off, like me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm really happy. I've been I've been reading the old comics and stuff to prepare for it, and yeah, there's just nothing quite quite like it. It's a really good game. It's probably one of my favorite games of all time. So high praise. That's cool. All right, so we got to get over to our last question of the day. When we talk about, um, we were talking earlier about perks of staying on property. And one of those perks was the uh, extra, extra magic, magic hours. hours. And uh, for people that don't know, if it you know you're listening, you're like, oh, I had that first, ex-, you know, that earlier we were talking about first tips. Maybe you're going for your first time, and you're staying on property. They do have two different types of extra extra magic hours. They have morning and and afternoon. And some parks only have morning. I mean afternoon. I mean evening. evening. Some parks only have mornings, and some parks only have, you know, evening extra magic hours. But usually it's what each day of the week. One is in the morning and yes. one is in the yeah. evening. Yeah. So Not usually what, the same park at both times. By yeah. The way. So so what it is, if you didn't know, since you stay on property. On uh, some days, you get access to a certain park for an extra hour or more uh, that, maybe two, I think two is the max, that yeah, you, you, you get the park to yourself as just people that are staying on property. So no no scrub who's staying off property. They can't, they can't come in. Hey, wait, remember we said it's okay if you can't stay on property. Still go. You're not a scrub. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but, but yeah, for, for people that are staying on property, it's like a treat that you get. Um, that you get to stay an extra hour or two or get there an uh, extra hour or two in the morning to um, kind of be able to ride some, ride some rides with no issues. You know, not a lot of line. So. Now, our question. I will say, sorry, go ahead. You're probably not knocking out that many people because there's so many stinking resorts. <laughs> I don't know. Well, here's the thing: you can't have any of the people that just have annual passes that are visiting. They right, can't stay, right. which is a good chunk. And you're losing all the people that are staying off property, and you're True. also losing yeah. the people that may be staying on property and are like, "It's too late. I'm not." I'm not staying yeah, out that late. Yeah. Or it's There's too early. I'm not going in that early. Advantage. Right. So uh, our question is, what would you prefer, morning or uh, evening? Uh, it's almost like early morning. Uh, <laughs> extra magic hours. And I'll let you go first. I always like the nighttime ones more. Yeah, me too. We're in agreement there. A, you know, you're really on vacation, so you don't really want to have to wake up that much earlier. Um... However, I think that there are times that the morning one is better. For instance, right now, if you wanted to use extra magic hours at Hollywood Studios, I feel like you would make out better going morning versus night because I think more people would be apt to stay till after close to try and get to Toy Story Land and do stuff, whereas, you know, I don't know. I just feel like there's probably less people there at 7 a.m. instead of, you know. 10 o'clock at night, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but I always like the evening ones because even, I even feel like once you reach 
gosh, I want to say like 7, 8 o'clock at night, especially at Magic Kingdom, I feel like it really clears out. Like, you really start to see some of those wait times drop. And I feel like then from that moment on, I think those are just the best moments for us. Like, I know that if we get there and we go in the morning and we use our fast passes, then go back to the pool for a little while. Yeah. I'm good with going back into the park like 536 o'clock. And I feel like we crank out so much more by doing that, you know, because people have dinner reservations or want to go back or, you know, they spent all day in the park and they're hot and they're tired and they're done. So I just feel like that's when the magic happens. No pun intended, but literally that's when all we have the best time. I feel like, you know, it's just easier to meet characters and ride on stuff and over and over again. So I just always like the nighttime one. I just think that there's kind of less people in a sense. I I feel like I haven't done extra magic hours in any park, but magic kingdom in a long time. Well, magic kingdom is the best one to do it in. And I'll tell you my favorite time to do magic hours are when the park closes at 1 a.m. and it extends to 3 a.m. Oh, God. Yeah, but when is that? Summer. A lot of the summer. Because really? Magic Kingdom stays open till like, 1 a lot. And then the extra Magic Hours are till 3. Um, I loved doing those. Um, and, yeah, so it's, like, really early morning. The park's empty. Uh you know, getting emptier by the second because it's already 1 a.m. And then you have, right, right. <laughs> you know, it only opened to resort guests after that. Um, and yeah, those were the best times. I feel like uh, really early morning. It's just like kind of a different feel to it. It's emptier. You're, you can be walking down like a Tomorrowland section with just the music playing and you don't see that many people around and it's just uh-huh. really special that way. You're walking right on the Space Mountain or Splash or whatever. Um, I think I think the other thing I like about the nighttime is just it being dark and you see everything lit up, you know? Yeah, it's usually, here's the thing. The nighttime ones, though, too, are usually two hours, especially at Magic yes, Kingdom. The, the morning ones are only an hour, so you're right. really only getting done, like, maybe two or three things before everybody else comes in. Um but yeah, I just I just love nighttime parks, uh, especially like this time of year. Like it would get maybe a little chilly, but not like super yeah, chilly. But cold. it's not really hot, and it's just like refreshing around that time of day. I I'd agree with you on all of that. So yeah, those that's my favorite time to go. Uh, so yeah, it's it's just great. Three a.m. I remember. The only problem is then I have I have to make sure I bring my glasses with me because I have contacts and they start drying out. So and I have disposable ones, so I just throw them away and yeah. wear my glasses the rest of the night or whatever. But I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, so where can uh, people find you at? You can find me on Instagram at Allgeier Adventures, A L G U I R E Adventures, and the podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook.com slash Behind the Dreams Podcast, uh, Twitter at BT Disney Podcast. Uh, rate us on the iTunes store. We're also in Stitcher and SoundCloud. And uh, we'll catch you all 
uh, next week. Uh, in two weeks is our one-year anniversary. So, Wow. Really cool. We won't have 52 episodes like I want it because we took some weeks off, but yeah. <laughs> we'll be pretty close. We'll be at 49. We'll be at 49, so we only missed like three weeks. That's not bad, yeah. considering everything that's been going on this year. Yeah, got to get married, honeymoon, all that crap. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All well, right. Catch you all next week. All right. Bye. Low battery. <laughs> See you real soon.